Welcome to another episode of You I Do. I'm Ashley. And I'm Tania. And we have a very special guest on the show with us tonight. This is actually our first, I guess, follow-up episode. I'm super, super excited. Yes, introduce yourself. Yes, honey, I'm back. It is Janice LaVon right now. Ow! <laughs> I'm so happy to be back and to be able to share my little six-month update as an official wife. Yes, we made it. We are so excited yes. to talk to you. For those that are listening that didn't hear Janice's episode, so Janice came on the show back in, I think it was September, so like right when we first started, and she's like episode four, I want to say. Three, four, five, one of those top five episodes, definitely. So if you haven't listened, go back and listen after or before you listen to this episode. But we are so happy to talk to you about like marriage, how your wedding was, the fact that it has been basically six months and like if like next week ish, right? Yep. Yep. Almost six months on the fourth. It'll be six months exactly. Wow, time has flown by so fast. Like, I mean, I know you can't. Well, you're in a relationship, but you know, but we can't believe it's already been that long. But we want to know how's it been for you. Yeah, um, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I cannot believe it has been six months. Um, Time is like really, really flying, and I'm just trying to recapture all of the moments. but it's just crazy. It feels like a whirlwind. And I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. I told y'all before, I was ready for the wedding to be over, yeah. Because all that planning was just doing way too much. But um, yeah, as soon as, as soon as the wedding happened, like everything was just like boom, 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 so fast. Um, I wish I could have extended my honeymoon a little bit longer. But yeah, it has been a whirlwind. So much has happened and just trying to get acclimated. It's been the adventure of my life, <laughs> to say the least. So last time we talked to you was September. You were a month out. Mm-hmm. So it's been basically six months since we talked to you. How did the rest of wedding planning go, like, in that final month? So um, it went pretty well, I think. Um, there were, like, a, a few things that were just kind of like, okay, and I, I heard somebody say this once. It was just like, the closer you get to your wedding, the more the tiny little things arc your nerves. And that's very, very true. Because you're just super anxious and you're just like, okay, girl, we almost here. Like, oh, so there were a few things that just had, just were leaning on my nerves. But it went really good, really smooth, um, leading right up to the to the day. Like, I remember the night before. So we did our rehearsal the night before. And I was up until like 1, 2 o'clock in the morning just chilling like I ain't had nothing to do. I'm like, what is going on? So <laughs> it was cool. Like, I almost, I almost, I think if I would not have just like sat down and just finally went to, to bed that night, I would have just blinked and just missed the whole thing. Because it was just moving so fast. Um, but it went really smoothly. Everybody acted right for the most part <laughs> we'll get into that <laughs> everybody acted right you know i didn't have to hurt nobody but you know it went really good <laughs> that's good really nervous i mean like, i know that you were up you know but were you nervous 
I was not nervous at all. Not at all. Um, I was more so like, I want things to be done on time. And then the crazy thing was, I was two hours late getting to <laughs> getting to the hotel <laughs> where all the girls had to get together. So that's that's what I was more so concerned about. But no, I was not nervous at all. I was like, okay, sis, yeah, it's about to be a ride. Let's do it. But um, no, I was more so concerned about everybody meeting their marks and um, I was concerned about my grandmother being there, which is something that I guess we could talk about as well, because I have lost her since then. But yeah, I was more so concerned about just things being in order. But yeah, I was I was the late one to the hotel. So, <laughs> and the reason why I was late is because I was getting my nails done. <laughs> so, oh go figure. Oh my gosh. Um, the wedding started on time though, right? Um, did it start on time? I think it started a little bit after the time because, so we had the bright idea of getting married on a Friday during a rush hour traffic. So who told us to do that? But anyways, <laughs> so we had, we had a Rolls Royce for me and we had a party bus for my bridal party. And for whatever reason, my guy that was driving me, he was real cool. We got there before the party bus. So we had to actually had to go around the block and wait for them so that the groom and them wouldn't see me. So it started a little bit after, not too bad, but you know, traffic was kind of thick and the other guy was driving mad slow. So I don't, I don't know what was going on with him, but it wasn't too bad. We didn't start too late. Okay, that's not bad. And I think, like, that good 15, kind of 20-minute yeah. grace period, you know, nobody's tripping over that. Exactly. Um, also, they ain't going to start if you ain't there anyway. So. Exactly. Come on, somebody. <laughs> okay. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to ask, you know, so as you were walking down the aisle, did he cry? Oh, yes, he did. Yes, oh, he did. Yes! Okay, because I don't know if I said this last time, but I know I was thinking to myself, if he don't cry, I'm turning around. We're doing this over again. I'm not having it. But no, he cried. Yes. <laughs> he cried. He doesn't like for uh, people to see those pictures of him crying, but I'm always pointing him out like, oh, look, he crying. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he definitely cried. Um, my husband is not a big crier, but he's, he's, he's good with showing me his emotions. So I wasn't sure whether he, he was or not, but I was going to make him if he did. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it was really exciting as I came down the aisle, you know, the devil is tricky. He was trying to make me cry my makeup off. And I was like, oh no, absolutely not. It was so funny. <laughs> my god brother has like a small clip of me, like coming down the aisle and I'm like smiling. And all of a sudden my face is just like, okay girl who bring it back together <laughs> so i had to like gather myself and i was just like mm -mm, not nope not on this makeup not on this makeup but i made it down out i did not cry so shout out to me <laughs> well i was actually going to ask that too <laughs> oh, okay. i was not about to waste that makeup mm -mm. that's always my question and so far i think you're the only person who said that their husbands actually cried Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. My. Surprisingly. Wow. Because we've had some brides that said their husbands might have shed a tear or like cried before the wedding, mm -hmm. but they didn't cry during the wedding. Like Shayla, I'm trying to think when that episode came out in January, February ish. But their anniversary was like yesterday. They, she like gave him something like, they both exchanged gifts through like their bridal party beforehand. So like 
he got her gift through her girls and she got the gift from him from her stepsons. And um, he cried upon receiving her gift, but didn't cry during the actual ceremony. So, yeah. These guys don't want to cry. Ed said he ain't going to cry. I'm like... Uh, He better cry. We're going to pray that he cry. I don't believe... (laughs) Yeah, I don't believe that. I've never seen Ed cry. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, he has to cry then for the wedding. He has three to cry. and a half years. Never seen him cry. He's saving it up. He has to cry for the wedding now. <laughs> <laughs> Especially after all this goodness. We oh my gosh. Day in October. Yes. Oh my gosh. Um. Okay. So let's go back to the look a little bit. Your brother did your hair, right? Yes. I loved your whole look. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Thank you. So beautiful. So, beautiful. So let me give y'all the deets on it. <clears throat> so yeah. y'all know y'all know I'm natural, but I was not about to wear my hair out because you know, with the day moving and anxiety high, I did not want to sweat any curls out. Mm-hmm. So my brother the night before, part of the reason why I was up was because he was braiding my hair down and he made a half wig and he sewed it onto my hair and left out like a little bit in the front and just gave me some beautiful Motown curls. I had no idea how I wanted my hair. I just knew that he was gonna slay me. So I was like, you know, do what you do. He know what I like. So that's what he did. He made me a beautiful half wig. Um, I just left my hairline out in the front and I was good to go. But yeah, I, I had already ruled out wearing my own hair because I was like, Mm-mm, I'm gonna be excited and nervous and all this stuff and I just, I would be so mad if just the back of my head just started sweating and frizzing up. Absolutely not. So. Right. Yeah. I just wanted something really pretty and just fun. You know, I didn't want to be too dramatic. And my dress, that's how I felt in my dress. I felt fun. Like, yes, honey, it's time to live. So I just wanted some hair to go with that. (laughs) I loved your entire look. Like, uh, yeah. You look like it's just like no a queen a queen you look like a queen <laughs> but but like also it was so like you like it didn't look like a lot of the like it didn't look like something I'd seen before or like you know like oh I'm scrolling Instagram and I saw that look before like I liked how it was so perfectly you for your wedding day so. Absolutely. I'm, I'm definitely here for that. Because sometimes I think we could get caught up in like what we saw on Instagram or what we saw on so-and-so's page and thought, you know, like, oh, let me try to do that too. And it's like, oh, sometimes you just need to do you. Like, it's your wedding day. Why are you trying to copy somebody else's look or somebody else's whole thing, right? So, Absolutely. And that was really like the theme of our wedding, love done right, love done our way. So um, Mm -hmm. when it came down to like hair and makeup and dress and all of those different things, yeah, I got inspo from Pinterest and everywhere else, all the black bridal pages on Instagram. But for me, everything was more like, okay, once I tried it on or once I had it, did it feel right? Did it feel fun? Did it feel like me? No. Okay, next. You know, because originally the silhouette for my dress was mermaid style. That's what I wanted. But I was trying on dresses and I was like, oh, girl. And then I tried on this one and I was like, that's sex. <laughs> Everything was like that. I, I was thinking about doing, uh, trying another makeup artist. 
And um, I was looking all over the place, asking different people. And then I remembered, I was just like, wait a minute, what about Aunt Connie? She did my makeup for my album cover. So I hit her up. She was cheaper than everybody that I had been reaching out to. And so everything was just very, very true to me. You know, I, I, I said, tells me my brother, do what you're going to do because he know what I like, my hair. So everything was definitely true to me. And I'm, I'm happy that, you know, I got a little bit of inspiration, but it was certainly me. I don't look at any of my pictures and regret like, oh, I should have had this or I should have had that. Mm-mm. It was all Jenny Slavon and I'm so happy about that. I love it. It should. <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. Did y'all have one of them short and sweet ceremonies or did you actually have like a real ceremony with like, you know, like, okay, we're going to do like this person comes up does a scripture, this person comes up, does a scripture, we do unity candle or like this unity thing, we do this, we do that, like give us give us ceremony. Got you. So as far as the ceremony goes, I think my ceremony was pretty much traditional. Um I did have two officiators. I think that's that's what you call the right officiators. I had my uncle who mm-hmm. started it off and then I, and my dad finished it. And the reason for that is because I wanted my dad to do the wedding and I wanted him to walk me. Like there was no way that somebody else was going to walk me. So I was like, daddy, you ready to do the switch? So that's exactly what <laughs> so that, I think that was a little unique. You usually don't see that. But for the most part, it was very traditional. I did not. Oh, this is something that was different. I did not want to do like a unity candle or the, what was it? The three chord or um i did not want to do yeah i didn't want to do communion um and i know that some people probably be like girl ain't you like say this stuff why you didn't want to do communion well the reason for me is because i feel like communion is to remember what god did and i feel like i know a lot of people feel like well this is your first communion with your husband well it actually wasn't because we had communion before together anyway but people just feel like you know oh you want to incorporate that in your marriage but i just feel like when i do communion it's sacred unto God. And I don't want to take anything away from God. So I was like, what am I going to do? I have to have something. What am I going to do? So I was looking all over the place. And finally, somebody on um, social media, his church organization celebrated 100 years and they did a time capsule. And I was like, yes, I'm doing a time capsule. So we did it. We had this big, beautiful velvet purple box because, you know, my, my colors were shades of purple and gold. And my dad read a little script that I wrote for him. And so we have, uh, uh, it's not the same box because that box is too big to be bringing in my house, but we have a time capsule <laughs> box with our vowels in it and just different like important items for the day. And I got a lot of good feedback on it. Everybody was like, oh, that was really, really unique and really cute. So I think, I don't know, I think I had a good balance of traditional, but definitely with signature elements of he and I. So nothing, nothing too dramatic. Oh, we did get on our knees and pray. That was important for me. We wanted to do that. Have the man of God lay hands on us. But yeah, aside from that, I think we had a good balance of unique and then, you know, traditional. And then at the end, I don't know if y'all heard this song. It's called um, Only God Can Do It by Renee Winston. It's mad churchy. (laughs) (laughs) So at the end, we had them play that and we were just all like dancing down the aisle and my parents danced down the aisle. So that was, it was, it was just so us and so fun. <laughs> nice. I like that. Yes. I like that. Especially because we, we're kind of struggling with what 
like, do you do the sand? Do you do the candle? Do you do the tying of the knot? Do you do? I don't want to do none of them. Exactly. Do what y'all want to do. <laughs> that I am not on. impressed with not one of these ceremonies because I'm like, who's going to believe the same? Like, What's the how, point of the story? Yeah. And then yeah. Also, how necessary is it to do? Exactly. You no, know? I mean, I know they all have a meaning behind it, but like Janine said, I mean, you do what you all want to do, you know, and like, and it's it- like, do you even have to do that at all? No, you don't. No, you like, don't. Yeah. Isn't this enough? <laughs> like, we're getting <laughs> like this, this whole act. I mean, not act, but like this whole ceremony is like, it's, wh- why do we need a ceremony on top of the ceremony? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, like, isn't this in itself enough? Like, yeah, anyway. Act. Okay, okay. <laughs> I totally understand though. That's the reason why I ruled all that stuff out. I was like, okay, we gonna we gotta do something that's true to us because all this other stuff is fluff. We ain't got time for that. Yeah. Exactly. Ooh, so I have a question. All right. So did you all take pictures right after the ceremony? <laughs> Child, we tried. <laughs> okay. So I have a huge family, particularly on my mother's side. My mother is one of, it was 11, I think it's seven now. Um, So I have like over 30 first cousins on my mother's side. So it was like so many people in there and just so much, so many moving parts. And my photographer was like, can we just, can we just, I was like, girl, let's let's just do it at the, um, at the, at the uh, hall because it was not happening at the church. And we did get a few pictures in because I had a art, a custom art made, arch, art child, I always mess that up. But anyways, I had it made with all my colors and stuff in it. And I really, really, really wanted um, some pictures in front of it. So we got like one or two, but mm-mm. my nephews and cousins and aunties and uncles, everybody was everywhere. So in the church, no. But when we got to the hall, Yes, they have a beautiful, like, um, they have an outside ceremony space that we took. And it's like a garden and everything out there. And we took a lot of pictures out there. It was beautiful. Okay, okay. We were just talking to a photographer not too long ago. And she was saying that after the ceremony, sometimes it's kind of difficult to get everyone together. And so, yeah, so I want to see your take. Yeah, that's really true. And that's something I didn't anticipate either. But now, like, when I think about it, looking back, it's like, this is our home church and everybody's comfortable there. If it was at, like, another, like, one of my cousins got married in a museum years ago. Mm -hmm. And and, in settings like that, people are kind of like, well, we don't really know this space, so let's just sit where we at. And it's it's probably a little bit uh, more feasible to do it there. But when it's at your home church or, like, somewhere that everybody's comfortable with absolutely not they're walking around they <laughs> shouting out their home girl that they ain't seen in a while Mm-mm. it's 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 not gonna work nope definitely did not work for me so so after the ceremony did you and your husband like get into a limousine well into the rolls royce and mm-hmm. like, ride out to the um, yeah we did and it was so funny um because as I was riding to the church and as we were leaving the church to go to the hall, I forget that people do this. This is something else I didn't anticipate. But as we're riding down the street, people were like, oh my God, it's a princess. And I'm like, what? I said, where's she at? And I'm like, oh, they talk about me. <laughs> so I thought that was so cute. Like so many, I, there was a there was a family riding by us and the lady was like honking a horn and the kids are like, oh my God. And it's just, I just did not anticipate that. Cause you know, it's my wedding day. I'm like, okay, I'm excited about my wedding okay. day. 
everybody around you is excited as well. You know what I mean? Like people that you don't even know. It's just that kind of tripped me out a little bit. I was like, what, what are you? Oh, it's okay. Oh, it's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, not every day you see like a vintage Rolls Royce riding around in yeah. you know. So that was actually kind of fun and like, oh, I mean, I guess this is what celebrities feel like. Okay, you know, it was cute, but it was very, very cute, especially when those little kids were like, hi. So, yeah. Makes you feel real good. (laughs) That'd be important on my day. Yes. (laughs) So you get to the reception hall. So Mm -hmm. what do y'all do? Do y'all like do the whole introductions and all that or do like y'all pull up and now what? Got you. So we pull up. Oh, I have something funny to tell y'all too. Don't let me forget. <laughs> I had a party crasher, so just remind me. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> no, not a party crasher. Yes, honey, a party crasher. I'll tell y'all about that. So I was gonna say, up. is it the one who? But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll <laughs> no, it's not that one. No, no. Okay, okay. We'll, we'll get to it. <laughs> So we pull up and they have a beautiful like curbside situation going on. The sign was all lit up. It was so nice. So we decided to drive the car in front of it so we could stop in front of it and take some pictures. Um, So that's what we did. When I tell you Antons of Queens Village, I'm just going to shout them out again. My venue was everything, everything. So anybody listening, if you live in New York, uh, Queens area, if you want to get married out in Queens and have your reception, have it at the answer. The time we even went there to visit, they were phenomenal. They gave us little macarons. Like, they were just so everything. So we pull up, and we get out the car, and, like, we got, like, three different people waiting for us. Somebody takes, like, our bags and puts it up in our little private room, and then they're waiting for us and helping us as we're taking pictures and stuff um, in the front, and then they guide us out to the, uh, the, the yard where we take the p- pictures with all the bridal party. Um, and then what did we do? We, so we took our pictures that took a little while. And while we were taking pictures, our guests were enjoying the hors d'oeuvre hour. Now, let me tell y'all something. Anton's is the bomb because their hors d'oeuvre hour was like, we had oxtails, samosas, teriyaki, like no lie. (laughs) My hors d'oeuvre hour a bunch of my guests came up to me and was like, girl, they got, they bringing out more food. I thought that was the food. I was like, mm, that was hors d'oeuvres. We had so much food. People were talking about my food like two, three months afterwards. Like, can we go back and do it again? I was like, who's going to pay for it? But anyways, <laughs> um, <laughs> but oh my gosh, it was so phenomenal. So they take us out. We go do our pictures. And like I said, everybody is eating their hors d'oeuvres and stuff in their faces and having a good time. He was playing music and stuff. Um, And then they took us up into our little private suite. And that's where my husband and I were, as well as my bridal party. So when we get up there, they have a whole spread of food for us there as well. And I was just like, come through. Yes. Because, you know, after you do your pictures and stuff, you're a little hungry, you know, whatever. We were up there. My, My bridal party was dancing and stuff up in my suite and just going in. So we had like our own little private situation going on up there. And then um, they took away the food for, from the uh, hors d'oeuvre hour. And then we did do the announcements. And we went in. What was the name of that song? Oh, now I got to find it. We went. Um, I don't know the name of the song, but if I sing it, y'all, y'all know it. It's I want to thank you, Heavenly Father. It's an old throwback, so I can't remember the song. I'll get yeah. the name for y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's what we came in on, and my bridal party, child, they have no sense. 
<laughs> they were getting their entire lives. They was on Instagram Live and Facebook, just going in. So it was really a yeah, it was really a good time. Um, my sister was my maid of honor, and the best man was my husband's son. So um, yeah, everybody was just going. They were just getting their entire lives, and it was just so so fun, so fun. So how long did the party last? So um, super long. Um, we had church though secretly, but not so secretly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, let me tell you something. My aunt got on the floor and started shouting. I said, yes, honey. Listen, so I hired one of my friends. She's a gospel artist as well. And I was like, sis, I'm going to need you to take us to church, though. My mother broke out the tambourine. Like, they were not playing any games. You hear me? Like, (laughs) I just, I live for my family. Like, and you know, we were concerned a little bit about the reception time because, you know, we church folks, we don't, we don't, we don't dance and all that. We don't really do all that. My husband is an elder as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, it's just, we're, we're very conscious of that and just trying to figure out how can we make the reception time not boring? Like, what can we do? And all these different things. And let me tell you something, this whole theme of being true to who you are it just rang so loud throughout my entire wedding. We had several people come up and give words. My brother-in-law ended up singing and they was just shouting. Like, it was just so, like, amazing. Um, and then at the end, first of all, I had a bomb maitre d'. He packed us up, like, five different boxes of food to go. And they don't ever do that at halls. So I was like, what? So we had um, oxtails and chicken and for days afterwards, a cake, just so much. But at the end, they respected, you know, our faith or whatever, and that we we don't we don't be out here puppet, but we don't do all of that. <laughs> <laughs> they respected that, but he did something I thought was really cool. He played a song that everybody knows. Everybody knows every praise. So he played that yes. or whatever, and we were all just kind of like grooving to it. And then we did this ginormous like group hug, and everybody just shouting and screaming. Like it was just so churchy cute, and I was here for every piece of it. Okay. <laughs> One of my friends from high school came and her, it's funny because I actually, me and his best friend actually hooked them two up and now they've been married for over 10 years and they got three kids. So they came and they spoke and it was just so like, it was so beautiful. Everybody that I wanted to be there with the exception of my grandmother was there and they just expressed Sometimes you don't know how people feel about you until it's like an important moment like this. And I'm glad that it wasn't like over our caskets or nothing. It was at our wedding and at a time when we Mm -hmm. could hear it. And the love and the respect that they have for myself and my husband. And um, I don't know if I said this last time, but he, he took on a position as an interim pastor March of last year. So we've been like leading a congregation. I hope y'all praying for me. But anyways, <laughs> that's been a, a big, a big, big responsibility. And you don't know that people are like watching you and watching your life until moments like these. And so many people spoke on that and how they just appreciated what we have been called to do and just how well we work together. And I was just like, y'all trying to make a thug cry. Like it was just <laughs> so it was it was phenomenal. My sister did the toast and I was just like, praise God, she didn't embarrass me. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> but no, my sister's so funny. She was just like, you know, um, what is that? Uh in coming to America, she was like, to the bride and groom. That's from uh from coming to America, y'all. And everybody started laughing. Like everybody was just 
very happy um, and in good spirits. And something else that my brother said, and I know I'm long-winded, y'all stop me anytime. But anyways, <laughs> something that my brother said was, I basically gave our family a family reunion that we haven't had in a while. So, and mm. I didn't think about it like that either. Weddings are certainly a time when mm-hmm. you reconnect with family members and old friends that you just have not seen in a long time and just yeah. love on those people and allow them to love on you. So it was love done right for show. Okay. It was so, it was just so phenomenal. Tambourines and all. Like I was just here for every piece, every piece. <laughs> I just love the fact that it was just so authentic, you know? Oh, yes. Exactly. Yes. Very authentic. Like the fact that y'all had like church at the reception (laughs) and y'all turning up to Christian music or like gospel music. Yes. Like, girl, I would have gotten it my whole life. (laughs) Unapologetically, too. Unapologetically. I love it. Yes. It was so funny. Some of my friends that are not as, you know, churchy as me, they was like, girl, I was feeling the spirit, sis. I was, I was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so funny because these are people like, I know them from work and from school and they ain't nowhere near no dag on churchy. And it was like, oh, the spirit. Yeah, like they was so like, <laughs> I mean, it was so open and, and, and just a part of it. It was so, it was so fun. Yeah, because, like, when you go to a wedding and y'all, like, literally have church, like, yes. that never, I mean, well, I'm pretty sure it happens, but you just don't hear about it as much, you know? Yeah, yeah. Folks just play, like, if they do anything, they might play, like, melodies from heaven or, like, yeah. one or two, like, quick kind of... Like a little Mary Mary song. As they segue <laughs> into, yeah, as they segue into something else that's not gospel like, at like, all. Sir, you know yeah. <laughs> exactly exactly i love that all right they were going in on some i don't know what you came to do but i came to praise the lord okay they were going in <laughs> and when my mother took out that tambourine honey i almost laid out because she said she was gonna do it but i'm like okay ma she be forgetting stuff so i'm like whatever next thing i know i hit her i said you know what my mother was not playing so it was just beautiful and truly, truly authentic. And I'm so happy. I would not change a thing. Ugh. Oh, man. I love that. I really <laughs> do. You got to tell us, though, about this crusher. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break first. Hey, hey. Did you know that Ashley and I also own a teacher company by the name of Ann Love Co.? Well, if you didn't, let me tell you a little bit about us. We sell the realest bridal party tees around. So if you are in search of some bridal party apparel, please look us up on annloveco.com and annlovecotees on Instagram. We come out with new designs every so often, so please look us up. Again, that is A-N-D-L-O-V-E-C-O-T-E-E-S. Please buy something for yourself and your girls because you deserve it. We appreciate you and we love y'all. And we are back. Oh, Lord. Jesus, give me strength. Okay, so. All right, so the last time I I think I told y'all about somebody that was, like, stalking my planner. Like, when is the wedding? And when is the right? Like, just going in. Sis did not show up, praise God, because I don't know what I But she did not show up, thank God. However, so I had my bridal shower in August. And, you know, I invited a bunch of people, whatever have you. And I had I created a little event on a private event on Facebook, you know, to make sure all these people knew that they were that they were invited. They can come celebrate, whatever, whatever. And (laughs) 
<laughs> I said to my husband, I want to share our wedding website on there so that they can see it or whatever have you. He was like, I don't know because the RSVP information is on there and maybe some people may get it confused. They might think that you're inviting them to the wedding. I was like, no, you know, who comes to a wedding that did not get like an official paper invite and that did not RSVP, right? Ciao. So one of my, and she's cool. One of my, one of my girls, she cool. But since, <laughs> and the timing was hilarious. So we get out the car, right, at uh, Anton's. And we're getting ready to take our pictures. And we see her strolling down the street in her dress. And she's like, oh, my God, hey. And, I, and I'm like, hey. And my husband turns to me. He says, she was not invited. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, no. And he was just like, why is she here? I was like, I don't know. So my sister-in-law secretly is a thug. And she was like manning the, the list with the people um, from Anton's. And so I get like a text or whatever have you. And they're like, who is such and such? She down here talking about something. She was invited. She was not on the list. And, and I'm like, uh, oh my God. So what happened was she, because she came to the bridal shower and because I let the people on my bridal shower list see my wedding website, for some reason, she thought that that was an official invite to the wedding and clicked RSVP on the website. And I'm like, and so I posted the group again, please do not RSVP to the bridal shower on the website. That's for wedding guests only. I was trying to be cool about it. You know, I said, but if you want, if you're coming to the bridal shower, text my, um, my, um, uh, planner and let her know that you're coming to the bridal shower. I posted this several times. Sis was like, she coming to the wedding. Okay. <laughs> and so because my grandmother did not come, my grandmother was actually in the hospital that night. Because she did not come, they were like, there's a spot open so you can stay. But if not, my like my sister-in-law was about to get on her. And I was just like, please, please just be cool. I'm texting back, like, please, please just be cool. <laughs> so, you know, I think sometimes people are so excited and they just want to like be a part so bad that they just like find ways to be there, you know? Um, because I mean, anybody, like anybody would say if I did not get like an actual invite with a legit RSVP and somebody calling to check up to make sure I'm coming, then I wasn't invited to this reception. So exactly. yeah, I was just like, really? So you just, we just be showing up at, at, at receptions. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So thank God I didn't go down in flames because there was a spot open. But if it wasn't, listen, listen, my sister-in-law would have asked her to leave. Like seriously, dress, gown and all. She would have asked her to leave. <laughs> that is so embarrassing too. You invited yourself to a wedding. Like yes. that's also kind of insensitive. Like how do you just assume that we had room for you that like, we had paid for the chair, the table, yes. the food for yes. you to come. This isn't just like something in a basement. And Thank you. <laughs> this isn't a cookout or like a barbecue or something. Like this requires a lot of effort and planning. Like you can't just show up. Yeah. And a lot of money. Yes. But yes. Yeah. Especially since. I said several times, 
The RSVP on the website is for the invited guests to the reception. Do not, uh, this is only for y'all to look at. That's it. But she was like, nope, I'm RSVP and I'm coming. <laughs> it's so funny because I have not mentioned it to her. And I, at this point, I don't really care. But I just kind of want to know the thought process behind that. Like, you really thought she was in, like, how, how did you think you were invited and you didn't get like an official <laughs> right. invitation? <laughs> I would never do that. But, you know, hey, people think differently. But it was, you know, she didn't cause a fuss. It was nice. <laughs> and are you two, like, close friends or, like, are y'all just associates? Or, like, she's just, like, someone who goes to the church and you're like, hey, girl. You know, like. So we hung out once or twice, but it's more so, like, the last option you said, like, hey, girl, when I see you at church, you know. <laughs> okay, okay. And we don't even go to um, his father's church anymore because my husband is like pastoring at another. So I'm not even around anymore to like see her like that. Uh, so that's another reason why it was awkward because it's like, we're not like that close. So, okay, never mind. I'll let it go. <laughs> but it was just weird. Very weird. Um, and that's probably not her first time doing that, to be honest. It could be. It could not be because that she was way too comfortable. The way she bounced in there. <laughs> yes. Like, as, as we were, like, rolled up and was getting ready to take pictures, she's like, hey, I made it. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I started to feel embarrassed. Like, oh, my Like, I did it. I can't. It was too much. Your husband oh was probably, like, in his head, like, I told you. I he told was. You. <laughs> he was. He was. He was like, see, I told you not to. I'm like, oh, like, who really does that, though? So, whatever. She was nice. She had a good time. So it is what it is. And we, and we had a good time. Yeah. And we didn't lose that money though. So thank God. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I guess. Oh, our people. <laughs> so how were your vendors? My wedding vendors were so great. Everybody really just did their job with excellence. And, um, you know, it just felt like everybody was excited about me getting married or I don't know, maybe they were reminiscing all weddings, but everybody just really came together and did their thing. And I'm really blessed to have some phenomenal vendors. Um, my sister-in-law really came through with the come through. She really hooked up the uh, My Bouquet, which is a big brooch bouquet. It came out so beautiful in all of my pictures. Um, and even my bridesmaids bouquet. Like all of that, the all the the rest of the decorations in the church, my sister in law did with the exception of the art. Um, it was just so beautiful. My photographer was phenomenal. She really was the calm to my storm inside the suite. Um, we had a little glitch, but you know, God came through, and we had a beautiful time anyway. I would definitely suggest make sure that you have more than one photographer and or a videographer as well because. For the bride and the groom, the one or the few things that you take away from your wedding is your memory. And if you don't have those memories, you you had a beautiful day and all of that other stuff was to really entertain your guests. But what you take away is your memory. So make sure you have more than one camera person. I can't stress that enough. Have more than one camera person or have a videographer as well to make sure you get every last memory. So um that was really 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 important and also my other vendors my uh my girlfriend who's a gospel artist she tore the house down honey like i said she took us to church you know i told her don't hold back sis go for broke so it was just phenomenal everybody got married that day <laughs> everybody got married 
all my vendors were really, really great. So, um, oh, yeah, really great. The other piece of advice that I wanted to give was also, um, when you do your reviews for your vendors, do them after everything is done and you've come home and you sat down and you really took inventory and you thought about your day to give a very thorough and an honest review for each vendor. So, um, you know, don't feel rushed. Don't let any vendors rush you or make you feel like you have to say something this second. No, wait until you calm down because it's, it's an adrenaline rush. This is one of the biggest days of your life. And you want to make sure you give a thorough and an honest review because weddings are expensive and they are important more than they are expensive. This is a this is a life changing moment, and you want to give thorough reviews so that when somebody else uses them, they'll know what the truth is. So, but yeah, I had a great experience. I love that, and that gave me an idea for an episode we should do <laughs> about reviews because yes. I don't think people do honest reviews. I think they either probably get like real excited about their vendor like midway through, and the wedding's not hasn't happened yet. Yeah, you know, just like, oh my gosh, so and so is so great. Or um they like just wanna summarize everything and don't wanna like necessarily say like, Oh well, actually like, yeah, she was great for the most part, but yeah, there were like one or two things that in the grand scheme of like the thirty things she did, these one or two things that eh, Maybe give her a four out of five stars. And it might not be that much to you, but like the next person that's reading that review might be like, oh, actually, that's something that's really important to me. Exactly. Well, never mind. Or somebody else might be like, oh, I don't care. That's cool. I'm Booker or book him or, you know. Yes. For reviews. That would be a bomb episode because I don't think people realize how important that is. So for sure, definitely do that. Put a pin in it. Look at it. Look at you, insp- inspiring. Yes. Come on, inspiration. <laughs> um, oh so how was the honeymoon? Before we get into marriage, like, I mean, well, this is marriage now. Like, how was yeah. the honeymoon? Yeah. You had a glow, girl. <laughs> Your photos, I was like, look at Denise. Just had this, like, orangey, kind of dewy, kind of like. Mm. Yes, honey. <laughs> there are several more photos that y'all can't see, honey, but the glow was real, okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness my honeymoon was phenomenal like oh i just been thinking about it ever since we left actually a funny thing i'm in my bedroom right now um and in our suite so we went to riviera maya mexico we went to the excellence resort um it's an adult only um all-inclusive resort and i will suggest to any new uh bride and groom go to and all-inclusive adults only resort because i said i will not see nobody's children on my honeymoon sis i will not so (laughs) it was phenomenal it was very grown and very classy and it was just beautiful so back to the suite so the suite on the door um you know when you sign up for your honeymoon or whatever have you you tell them why you're coming i'm coming here for honeymoon and they put on the door like honeymoon suite you know your name on it and when we came home, my husband was like, we're still on honeymoon and put the little tag on our door. So I'm looking at my door right now and it's still there. And I'm like, bang, six months later though? Okay. But my, <laughs> he's a mess. But my honeymoon was phenomenal. It was just so beautiful. First of all, I had not been to a beach in forever. So I was like, yes, I fell asleep on the beach two or three times. Just got my entire life, you know? 
And the resort was like right next to the ocean. Um, we did one, two excursions. Um, the first one was, um, what are those ATV bikes? We did those. That was mm-hmm. so much fun. It was like so dangerous, but so fun. Oh my gosh. I got my entire life. Um, and it was just the area, the, the area that we went to, it was, what was it? I got to find the name. I'm going to give you the name of that too. But that, if you go to Riviera Maya and you, um, sign up for the excursions, phenomenal they had like five or six different things in one area they had you can like swim with the dolphins you can do the water jet skiing you can ride camels you could um do the atv bikes and so we did the atv bikes and we did the water jet skiing and watch out that thing was so dangerous so let me tell y'all all they gave us was some daggone life jackets y'all know i can't swim all they gave us was <laughs> daggone life jackets and that's it but I was like, yes, we marry, we can do anything. So I just was like, okay, as long as I hold on, like literally nothing to hold on to, but the straps of his, uh, um, life jacket, that's it. And we out in the middle of the Mexican ocean, like what? <laughs> but it was so fun. I got my entire life. It was so beautiful. It was so beautiful. We stayed there for a week and yeah, we came back to the cold, but it was just so worth it. And it was just so refreshing and relaxing it was everything that i thought a honeymoon should be and i just i was so excited about it nice. so now we plan to go to jamaica honey if we ever get out of this pandemic child <laughs> <laughs> y'all are traveling out here like yes. in y'all's lives and yes. on beaches okay listen trying to catch all of the sun okay yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so when you all got back from your honeymoon like how did you feel you know because I know that you moved from your own personal home to like now like you're like it's you and your husband like how like how has that been it has been I've been telling everybody it has been the adventure of my life um it's funny because I was talking to my dad about this right before we got married. I came from my parents' house and he was just like, you're going to have moments where you're going to look at him and you're just going to be like, I'm really married to this guy. And that still happens. <laughs> like, so every now and again, we just like chilling. I'll just be looking at him like, I really married this dude. So it's just, um, it is definitely an adjustment. You know, if you did not live together beforehand, it is an adjustment. And I, I have never lived with a man outside of my brother and nephews and dad. So this was just like, girl, what? So, <laughs> you know, just getting acclimated to each other's habits and, you know, little nuances. It's just like, it is an adventure. <laughs> it's an adventure. <laughs> and um, definitely takes a lot of patience and a lot of understanding um, and just realizing that this is not the same life that you lived before. This is a whole new life. Like, almost like you press reset and now I'm I'm going on to this life. It's a whole different life. Like, you don't, uh, well, like you have new sets of friends. You have new, like, it's just everything is like new. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, girl. Like for me, something that, I'm a bit of an introvert. I thrive off of my me time. So, that was something I had to adjust to immediately. Like, oh, wait a minute. I can't just go in my room and close the door because this is his room too. Oh, snap. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, just like, okay, coming to these realizations was just like a lot. I was just like, oh, okay, Lord. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Wow. So uh, definitely take a lot. It takes a lot of adjusting. Um, and from what I hear, his parents have been married for over 50 years. My parents have been married for close to 40. Um, and from what I hear from those marriages is that you never stop adjusting. You never, ever stop adjusting. It may be a little bit more difficult, like in the beginning, because this is new, but you never stop adjusting. You never stop learning. So I'm like, okay, I'm happy to hear that. But um, it's it's an adventure. Like, it's just like every day I'm learning something new. Like, oh, I thought you did like this. No, I never, I never liked that. Why did you make that? I don't eat that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, something that I said to my mother was, I said, Ma, why didn't you tell me I needed a whole new level of energy? And she just started laughing. I'm like, you know, I knew how to cook, but now I got to cook because I have a whole full grown yeah. man that's like, nah, we're not doing sandwiches. We need whole meals up in here. So, you know, <laughs> like I'm like, oh, I need a new level of like physical energy. Like, oh, wow. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been an incredible adventure. It's funny cause I, I get up early now. I'm not a, I am not naturally a morning person, but this is one of the things that I've adjusted to and I'm still working through the kinks, but, um, I had gotten up, <laughs> I got, I had gotten up early one morning and the Lord was speaking to my heart and he said, you are the first line of defense for your husband. And so I'm like, all right. Okay. So for me, that basically meant like, your prayer life has to take a whole has to take on a whole new level, whole new stance. And that is so true. Like it is I have been required to pray more. Marriage will make you pray if you never did. And if you did, it'll make you pray more. And I don't say that in like a bad sense. You know, when the Lord spoke to me and said, "I'm the first line of defense for my husband." Like it's not just like, "Lord, help him to stop leaving this around." No, no, no. It's like cover him, yeah. protect him, speak to him, you know, pray that he is led by you. It's just, it's just like, whoa, like, I don't know what having children is going to be like, but certainly marriage has required a new level of Janice. And I'm like, oh, Lord help. I can't do it without you. <laughs> so if you don't know God, honey, marriage is going to make you know him. I'm telling you, it's going to make you know him. You're going to be like, savior. I need your touch because, you know, but, but, you know, in good and in bad ways, you know, and the funny thing about that is, you know, even the things that you're adjusting to that you don't like so much, God is funny in that you'll be like, Lord, you know, he left his socks in the bathroom again. And God is like, oh, really? And he'll flip it on you and have you praying for yourself. And you'll be like, what? So, you know, it's, um, like I said, it's a whole new life. And so what you think may not be great about your husband, it's a mirror to reflect back on you what is not great about you. So yeah. marriage is, is one of the few institutions that God, God himself created. And it is such a mystery. Scripture talks about that. And it's so, it is so transformational. And you don't really know it until you are in it. That's something else that I'll say. I don't care what, you, how many books you read, how many classes you take, how many people you speak to, you will never be ready for marriage, like ever. You can do different things to learn, prepare yourself, but it's just one of those things that until you are in it, you cannot anticipate it. And mm-hmm. from what I hear, having children is the same way. You can take all these different classes and read all these books, but until that little personality comes sit in front of you, you're not, you're not ready. You are not ready because you can't anticipate yeah. things that are going to come up. Um, good and bad. Um, as far as like, like he has really, 
like I said, marriage is a mirror. And he has really even like pulled me up like spaces where I was just like, oh, lackadaisical on this. I'm like, oh, no, 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 I need to come up because they is here. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. you know, I love that, that, that challenge. Mm -hmm. And that encouragement and that reinforcement to just make me do better in all areas. And from what he says, I do the same for him. So it's just so, girl, I could go on forever, honey. It is so multifaceted and just, it is truly a transformation. I don't understand how people jump from two, three, and four, five marriages. Like, how you do that? Like, because if you do it right, and if you do it with God's guidelines, it is an ongoing adventure. It is an ongoing transformation. So, mm-hmm. you know, obviously there are some situations that, you know, the marriage does need to dissolve. Because if somebody out here cheating on you while reckless, or if they, you know, trying to fight you, or they still like just doing the most, then, okay, I get it. But just how people just, well, I don't like him anymore, so I'm done. That's not, that's not marriage. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the truth is, you're not going to like him every day. Like, I don't care how fine they are, you are not going to like them every day. You know what I mean? And vice versa, <laughs> they're not going to like you every day. So mm-hmm. I don't, I really don't understand how people go from marriage to marriage to marriage to marriage without those situations. Because, you know, if you really want to be married, it is going to cost you your old life. You know, new things and higher levels always cost you something. And it's usually the space that you were comfortable in. It's usually the life that you used to have. You want to be a millionaire, you have to drop the old broke mentality. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's, it is the adventure of my life. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have to write a book. It's called The Adventure of My Life, Marriage by Janice LeVon. Right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Janice, I was like, I don't know what's the right word right now, but I'm like mentally taking notes. And like, when I go back to listen to this, like, I'm going to have to take more notes because like, you just spoke like some real stuff, you know, the <laughs> fact that you said you will never be prepared for marriage. Like, I don't think people actually say that out loud, you know, oh, I mean, I mean yeah. of course, you know, when people are in, you know, counseling or if they're talking to, you know, like their parents or whatever, like they actually say, I don't think I was prepared for this, you mm-hmm. know, but to actually, you know, come out and say that you like, like, no matter how long I've been together, you know, everything resets itself, you know? Absolutely. And it's like, you get to know this person for the first time. It's like, you never, well, of course you met him, but you know, but like, you don't know. Yes. You actually You've seen them in a different light. Yeah, like, it's absolutely. A, it's a whole new person. Yes, absolutely. And then like, the thing with that is, is that keeps happening. Like that, seeing them in a whole new light happens. It happens continually like it never stops you know when you have a big accomplishment you see them again in a new light you know you see how they respond to your accomplishments you know you see you you just see different aspects of their personality when something bad happens when you have a disagreement you see them again in another light you learn this person uh, like in a whole new way again you know in a pandemic you learn what they're like <laughs> you know like we had no clue that six months into our marriage that both of us were gonna have to work from home you know we had to figure that out um and thank god i like my husband and not just love him but i like him you know i can be in the house with him several days and not lose it now granted everybody needs their um their space and their time but i like and i love my husband and i'm liking and i'm loving the husband that i meet every single morning so, um, yeah, it is, it is an adventure and nobody, no, I don't, it's true. Nobody said to me, 
I think my dad might have said that, but nobody says to you that you're never going to be ready for marriage. You know, we, we listen to all of these um, shows and we watch it. You know what? The way that society portrays marriage is so deceptive because what they're portraying is not marriage. They're portraying a wedding day, period, point blank. That's yeah. it. Um, they are portraying a wedding day. And if you are not prepared to uh, be committed to this person after a day, you're done. You're done before you got started. Like you are done. Yeah. So- because even in that day, things can happen. There was a there was some other things that happened that, you know, could have really had an issue between he and I. But we were committed to one another before we, you know, before this day and all of that stuff. But, yeah, this is an adventure. And, and it's like, it's how do you new- prepare for that? Like, how do you? You know how you prepare? You pray. And you ask the- <laughs> I'm serious. You pray and you ask the Lord. Um, And you know what's funny? Because before he even came along, one of my prayers was prepare me for my husband. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't know how that's going to look either. There were some things um, that happened in my past that prepared me for my husband. You know, and I had been praying this for a long time. Um, There are aspects of my personality that I was just born with that that helped me to be prepared for my husband. So you pray and you ask God to to help prepare you for for your husband and be open to however that manifests you know what i'm saying because there will be aspects about your personality like like for me i am very like i'm not having it like i'm very straightforward i will tell you off in a minute like absolutely not sometimes i'm a little bit too much but my husband is very relaxed and very laid back and sometimes me pushing a button like "Mm -mm, no we ain't letting that ride that helps him you know what i'm saying sometimes you get on his nerves but it helps him as well so be open to all of those however it manifests you know and read scripture because scripture will tell you how to be a wife not yeah. not just a girlfriend oh it's cute we look cute no scripture will tell you how to be a wife a mm-hmm. wife is a big difference and there's a difference between being a married woman and a wife those are two different things too because anybody yeah. can go and get married but are you a wife you know what i mean mm-hmm. there were times where i was right on a situation dealing with someone else but because i ran too quick at the mouth that was was not proper you know what i'm saying him yeah. as a guy so i had to pull myself back and say you know what babe i think i went a little bit too long on this you know i'm right about it and he like yeah you're right <laughs> but you know it was <laughs> it was out of order for me to be going back and forth with this person i apologize to you because that's just not proper and i don't ever want to put you out there and 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 make things look like you got a reckless wife yeah that, like that's a wife you know what I'm saying? That's a wife. So I'm sorry. I, I know I'll be going in. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I mean, like these are things. Like these are like lessons mm-hmm. that you like need to learn. And if you don't know it now, like, like you're gonna have to know it eventually. You know. So I mean, and I'm happy are so good it now. Yeah, and folks are so good at like sugarcoating stuff or like just trying to package it up in like a nice little like. You know, sometimes it's hard, but you kind of blah, blah, blah. like you basically you are so unfiltered. <laughs> y'all pray because sometimes I need to be filtered, but you know, if it's blessing y'all, then praise God. But no, no it's true. You know, like I said before, God created marriage. So when you come to a bump in a road, or even if you come to a really great time, 
shouldn't he be the one to show you how to go through it? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, just by him telling me you're the first line of defense for your husband, meaning you need to pray for him, you need to get up and pray for him. Um, that has made me such a better person. You know, praying for other people has been such a blessing, particularly for my husband, has been such a blessing to me. God has shown me, child, he's been teaching me temperance with his mouth, honey. And I'm not going to lie. I've been kick, I've been going, kicking and screaming, but I am such a better person for it. Like, I am such a better person for it. So you want to know the secrets to marriage? Talk to God and let him talk back to you. And that's real. That's not even no... Oh, that's not no fluff. That's real. You want to know about how to be a wife? Open up the scriptures because they're going to show you for real. Mm -hmm. Child, because I could not do this on my own. Mm -mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. You think premarital counseling helped, though? Absolutely. Absolutely. I would never tell someone to go into marriage without counsel because that's just. Like I said, you will never be absolutely 100% prepared, but it would be foolish of you to not take on some type of counsel to to at least be warned for what you're going to be in for. And I don't, like I said, I don't say that to say, oh my gosh, marriage is just terrible. No, not at all. But because you will never be fully 100% prepared, you need to be warned for what is to come. You know what I'm saying? There will be rough days. There will be phenomenal days, but it is wise to get counsel. And the multitude of counselors, there's wisdom. You know what I mean? Like you, you need counsel, whatever you believe in, whoever you believe in, you need counsel. I agree. Just because I think black people need to, Come on. Stop being afraid. Afraid. Woohoo. Goodness. <laughs> I need to stop being afraid of counseling um, and being truthful with mental health and how it truthfully affects you. You know, we, we can't be ignorant here, guys. You know, like, and counseling does not mean there is something wrong with you. But no. if there is something, quote unquote, not. I mean, none of us are perfect, right? So we all, to an extent, have something wrong with us. But there is nothing wrong with counseling. There is nothing wrong with it. The right counselor, there is nothing wrong with it. Like, this isn't someone getting in your business, being nosy. It's someone trying to help you and grow you and especially grow your relationship. So and counseling our episode will coming out tomorrow is about premarital counseling. Yes. And counseling reveals what is there. You know, we have the tendency to protect ourselves by lying to ourselves sometimes to be completely truthful. Um, And with an unbiased opinion or someone that can just repeat to you back some of the things that you've said, it reveals what is actually there as opposed to what you want to be there and what you what you just hoping to be there, you know. Mm -hmm. That's for good and the bad. You know, it reveals what is actually there. And trust and believe whatever it is that you are, what is whatever is there before you get married, guess what's going to be at your front door? Whatever, <laughs> whatever was there yeah. before. So premarital counseling is a necessity, at least to warn you of this is what is here. So after you get this warning, you can choose how you want to deal with it. And that's that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got anything else, Tania? Because Denise just laid it all out, didn't she? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all mean, sound I'm worn out. Like, I'm just like, uh, 
the fact that you said you know, pray and ask God for wisdom in order to be a wife. Yes. You know, and like, I mean, of course, when you're in church and I'm pretty sure, you know, like in premarital counseling, like you get all this, but do we get this before we even get engaged? Like we don't get this. I mean, at least like in church and, and like, I grew up in the church, you know? So like, I never received that, that advice, you know? So. Yeah. And I think that's really unfortunate. Like something is, <laughs> Once again, it's so funny because bef- way before he came along, I actually hosted a series of seminars called Relationship Matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why I did this is because this was between my ex and my husband. And like I said before, I had a really terrible breakup with my ex. And so I kind of just was like, girl, we ain't getting married. Boop, that's that. And until my mother laid into me. Um, and I've always admired my parents' relationship. They've been together forever and a day. And they still act like teenagers. So I'm like, so I just began to question my mom and just ask her different things. And we would just have these kitchen table talks. And I was just like, um, so when are we going to have a, like a seminar or something? Because we can't just keep this among ourselves. So I hosted three seminars. The first one was for the singles, um, the single women. And then the second one was for single men. And then the third one was for everybody together. Um, so my mom taught the women, my dad taught the men, and then they came together and taught like everybody. And we had dinner and everything. It was really, it was a really cute social event. If you want to meet somebody, you could, you know, it was really cute. Um, but it's true. Like for whatever reason, you know, little Christians keep popping up, but we don't have enough conversations about relationships. And also another thing that keeps happening is Christians keep getting divorced. You know what I'm saying? But we're not having conversations, which I think is, I just, I'm, I'm puzzled by that. Like, I don't understand why, but, um, it's something that I definitely think I want to bring back. Um, especially now since I have a different perspective. Like I, I hosted them when I was single and ain't no husband in sight. Now I'm married and not just married, but I'm married to a preacher. It's just like, I have so many layers within mm-hmm. the relationship now. Um, but yeah, it's unfortunate that we don't have enough sessions where we can get real talk about an, another institution that God created. You would think that in church we would have more of them, but unfortunately we don't. And so I guess if I was to give any advice on that, thank God for the internet, because there are a lot of different young um, ministries that are going on. um, They do have, they do have couples that have been married and they have prayer groups with couples and just, and and they're teaching single people before they get married as well. So definitely get plugged into one of those. But if you can't find one of those, go to your pastor and your first lady and be like, look, um, when are we going to have a seminar? You know, Mm -hmm. that's one thing that I know from both sides of the spectrum, from being church leadership and from being, you know, just a regular church goer is that your leaders in church, they have a responsibility to you to teach you the word of God, all of it. You know what I mean? So if there's a subject that you don't know about and that you want to know about through God's word, they have a responsibility to teach you, to teach it to you. That's, that's, that's their position, servant leadership, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, I know that on both sides of the spectrum now as church leadership and just as a person going to church, you know, when people got questions, scripture says you got to be ready to give an answer. So if, if it's not being offered, request it, period, because it's too many divorces and it's too much craziness, too much craziness yeah. going on with marriage. Marriage is the one, I know I'm long-winded, y'all got to stop me, child, but marriage is the one institution that reflects our personal relationships with God, you know, in our relationship with God, if he does something that we don't understand, you just don't throw God away. 
<laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. and more importantly, yeah. and more importantly, he doesn't just throw you away. There are so many things that we do that go against his word. And we half the time we don't be saying sorry for it to God, but he don't throw us away. He'd be right there, like, okay, sis, you done? You finished or you done? You know, it's and that is how marriage is supposed to be. It's supposed mm-hmm. to uh, mirror how our relationship with God is supposed to be. Um, that's why scripture uh, calls us the bride of Christ. You know, he is our bridegroom. That's why it's that, that symbolism there. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're not, if you're not getting the teaching that you want, ask for it and keep asking. And if I have any resources, I'll definitely shoot them your way too, because it's necessary. I know that child. It is necessary. Yeah. And I also feel like, you know, divorces also happens because, you know, a lot of people are not listening to God saying like, he's not the one for you. You know, there's so many, there's so many people that want to, I mean, marriage is like, yeah, like not to cut you off. Like, I think people use marriage. They're excited about the wedding day. They're excited about the superficial aspects of it instead of like the work that is required to actually be a wife, to actually be a participant in a marriage. Mm -hmm. And a lot of folks, like they see the little pictures on Instagram, they get all excited about, you know, the party and that whole aspect of it. But it's like, there's a lot of work that goes into like, a successful marriage and to be an actual wife. And some people I think value too much saying I am a girlfriend. I am a fiance. I am a wife instead of actually doing the work that is required. And on the same side, like I think a lot of guys sometimes will throw a ring as a band aid just to shut you up. So that we don't have this conversation no more. And those are those engagements that last two, three, four, five years. Or those are those engagements that, like, they, you know, like, it, it's just, it, it's never, like, whatever that issue is that they had day one wasn't addressed. And it's still not addressed. But both sides are either too afraid to confront it or they just, they're just going just to go because maybe they've been raised that, you know, like that's the end goal. Mm-hmm. Granted, like, yeah, you would like to be married, but it has to be to the right person. Yes. You got to go through these wrong people. And there's like, I just think the state of relationships overall is so, so bad right now because people don't want to put in that work. They want the instant gratification of 10 years down the line, five years down the line, three years down the line, day one. They want you to be perfect at all times. They don't want to have any arguments. They don't want to have any uncomfortable moments. And those uncomfortable moments are what tells you, in my opinion, is this person the right person for me or not? Like, can I tell you this horrible thing about myself? Or can we have this bad moment happen to us? Or like go through something together and then come out from it on the other side even more appreciative than before, then like, yeah, that's then maybe the person for you. And then even sometimes you can go through all that and that's still not the person for you. Anyway, that that could be a whole nother <laughs> episode in itself. But yeah, I think people, hopefully Tania, that's what you were trying to say. I, I think folks just want to say they're married. They want to show off. Oh, I got engaged. Oh, I, whatever without the grunt work. Like, 
that's why like Instagram and a lot of these platforms are like, you can't get too caught up in them because they only show you the good stuff. No one is, no one is saying, no one is sitting like posting a picture and being like, so I just lost my child. Thank you. Seconds after it happened, or they're not saying like, so we just broke up. Like, the breakup might happen on the back end. The pictures get deleted or uh, <laughs> yeah. now you can archive them. But like, you know, like on the back end, like you could be dealing with stuff. You go unfollow, unfriend, do this, do that. But you're not posting. You're doing these things. It's only because people later on will maybe realize like, oh, I haven't seen a photo of her with him in a while or this, you know, like whatever it is. No one is sharing the bad moments. They're only sharing these like superficial highs. And that's why I think, I just went down a different rabbit hole. You think, <laughs> no, but, in the yeah, but basically that's, I mean, that's exactly what I was trying to say. I think the fact that people are not talking about relationships, period in church enough. They're not talking about the good. They're not talking about the bad. They're not talking about it period enough. Um, mm-hmm. and I, and I, I speak from experience because gratefully I had my parents, um, and they've always been open about talking about their relationships, but all honesty in my, there were about seven couples that got married, you know, close around time. But now 30 so years later, there's like three of them that are still together, you know, mm-hmm. That's tragic. And within our within our church organization, there were like two or three couples that I actually saw that were affectionate towards one another. So I think a part of the problem is that in church, we're not talking about relationships, the good, bad, the ugly enough, period. And, you know, they're still happening. You know what I mean? People still getting married. People still getting divorced. People still having children. So why are we not talking about it? You know, why are we not giving the real? Why are we not giving the advice? Um, I think that that's really problematic. One of the things that I will always advise people on is nobody knew that me and my husband were together until I posted our engagement photo. <laughs> okay. We had an episode about that. We actually like, had an episode about that. Yeah. Like, Tania like, hasn't posted hers either. Well, Listen, I'm not engaged. I'm not engaged, but you know, but. No, you don't, you don't have true. to a relationship. Like you don't have to. Mm-hmm. Um, Everybody wants this Instagrammable relationship and quiet as it's kept. That's fake because just like Ashley said, all we're getting is the highlight reel. You know what I'm saying? So that's not even real. So why, why are you trying to attain this Instagram? So get, relieve yourself of the stress and don't post nothing until it's solid. Meaning you got a ring on your finger, period. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> and my father, you know, even as he approached counseling, he, he, um, said that he was proud of us for giving our relationship a chance and it all like made sense when he said that because it was just like we did thank god we did reserve our relationship until we knew that we want to move to the next level because sometimes when we rush out there and try to compete with the joneses and the jacksons and whoever else you 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 miss out on actually being in the relationship and giving the relationship a chance you know what i'm saying because as soon as you post one picture, people feel entitled to your life. And now all of a sudden you got this undue yes. pressure to share everything. And it's just like, girl, what? Like, I don't even know y'all. Like, I can't tell y'all how many people I do not know, but that knows my husband requesting me as a friend. Let me tell y'all something. We have security checks. 
somebody requests me, I'll be like, if I'm not around him, screenshot bae, you know who this is? And he'll be like, oh, yeah, I know who this is. Blah, 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 blah. Should I add him? Should I not? Because you don't need you don't need that. You do not need right. that. Especially, yeah. you really don't need that before you know whether or not you are going to commit your life to this person. Mm-mm. If you're thinking about it, reserve that, honey. You and God know. And that's enough. You know what I'm saying? You tell him, he ain't going to send nobody else. Give your relationship a chance. And even after you're mad, I don't post my husband every 27 seconds. First of all, my husband is not on Instagram. He's not like a social media head like that. He's very private. I don't post him like that. You know, every now and again, I'm feeling cute. All right, I'm going to post something. But give your relationship a chance. Like, mm-hmm. what did we do before social media? We, we were in our relationships, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Why, <laughs> why is it that people feel like people have to... Um, what's, what's the phrase that I want to use? People feel like they have to play being in a relationship or or perform being in a relationship as opposed to actually being in a relationship. So mm-hmm. there, there are a few things that we need to work on. We need to definitely have more conversations about the relationships, use wisdom and discretion, and also give our relationships a chance. You know, once we get the knowledge and the wisdom, whatever, give your relationship a chance. You know, figure out if you like this person. because yeah. There was a couple of people that I dated. I was like, I don't even, after a while, I don't even like you. Why post you? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? So when I got mature and I was like, okay, girl, who's wisdom, sis? And I was like, oh, you know, the, the valuable things are hidden. You know, you, you, you protect those things that are valuable to you. Mm-hmm. And when we, were, when we were ready to post, like, we were ready. We talked about it. You want to post this? Okay, cool. We're going to post it. We decided to, there were people like, oh, I didn't even know y'all was together. And I was like, did I have to tell you? Bye. So, but that was one of the the best things that we did that set us up even for now. I don't feel no pressure to share nothing about my husband with nobody because he's mine. That's it. (laughs) Please, that's it. Mm -mm. Don't feel pressure. Do not feel pressure. If you ain't ready, he ain't ready. Respect that privacy and keep it to yourself and give your relationship a chance because it will set you up real relationship in the long run so. folks you done forgot about her looking at your instagram okay. taking screenshots to try to like keep tabs on who who you with and girl you think they still together nah you see him post see her post a picture with him in a while scrolling your timeline sending the screen that's another thing <laughs> When you keep your business to yourself, the devil don't know what to attack. Don't give the enemy leeway to your life. So, oh, okay, here's an entryway. Uh-uh, ain't no entryway because I didn't give you no nothing. I didn't give you nothing. You have no points of entry. Mind your business. That's it. You know, like, people get so going to take off running. <laughs> <laughs> people get so souped up, like, oh, I want to show. But, like, mm-mm, mm-mm. And then uh, I'm going to say this last thing. I'm going to take my seat because y'all know. But something else that I learned before my husband is that when somebody is all souped up on, oh, I got to post you every five minutes, half the time that's because they don't know how to be in a relationship with you. They know how to post and pretend and perform being in a relationship. But I remember one of my exes like, like how you post more about me than you, than you actually pick up the phone and call? Like that was a problem. Like what is this text that, oh, you, you declaring your love on Facebook but you can't pick up the phone and call by that's what I mean by give your relationship a chance. See if they can talk to you on the phone <laughs> before they post about you on Facebook, honey. 
<laughs> Don't give the enemy no entry points. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. Janice. <laughs> right. I'm like, I'm literally over here taking notes. Uh-uh, no, you're not. Samia gonna go back. Samia gonna go back, have a whole page full of notes when she oh is editing this episode. To God be all the glory. I just don't want nobody out here wasting their time. Because, I mean, all of the, the relationships and whatever else, it definitely prepared me for the here and now. But yeah. if I did not have to learn the, a lot of those lessons the way that I did, I would choose not to. So, sis, take all the notes you can because you don't have to run through the same walls and doors that somebody else did in order for you to have a successful relationship. No, smart people learn from people who've been there already. So, mm-mm, mm-mm, take as many notes as you need. Uh-uh. Because we need to have some beautiful, healthy, successful relationships. We can't be out here looking, looking crazy. And that's a part of a, 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 a part of a bigger issue within our community. Our relationships are jacked up, you know? And if we can, if we can help with that portion, there's so much more economically, we can be so much better. You know what I mean? In so yeah. many different ways, we can be so much better if we would just learn how to work on our relationships. So go ahead, sis, take your notes, honey. And I think these days, granted, I mean, I mean, I watch it every now and then when I need to take my mind off of things, you know, I watch it every now and then, but their example of relationships comes from love and hip hop you know, Atlanta, New York, Miami, California, wherever, you know? Um, TV, yeah. Yeah, from TV, you know, but the storylines is mainly focused around relationships, but the relationships Mm -hmm. always have some type of, you know, issues. They all fresh. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and so, yeah, and so I feel like, you know, the kids or, yeah, the Gen Z generation they are looking at that because a lot of their home or like a lot of the marriages in their homes may be broken or like they may have good examples or they may not have any, um, any good examples. But I feel like what they're focused on is, you know, like, ev- like everything is being modeled and, and like everyone is watching that. You know, God is funny. Cause like, if there's something good that comes out of this pandemic, it's the fact that we all have to learn relationships. <laughs> Cause whoever is in your house you gonna have to be around them, with them, learn them, know them until further notice. You know, mm-hmm. if that's your husband, if that's your wife, if that's your children, we like if nothing good comes out of this, we're gonna learn how to be more together as a whole entire country. And I think that that is that speaks directly to 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 what you were saying. You know, the the models that they have nowadays is is ratchet and I'm gonna cuss you out and I'm gonna cheat and I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that and I'm gonna leave. Like nobody deals with anything. Nobody, they don't know how to communicate. Mm -hmm. But certainly we all have to learn how to communicate and we have to learn how to be and participate in the relationships, at least the ones that are in our home directly. So that's that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I don't even know what, questions to ask because I feel like I think we're done yeah 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 I think we are done covered so much (laughs) I think we're done (laughs) I mean yeah we we definitely covered a lot I don't even 
feel the need to provide any advice because you basically <laughs> gave us like what a two, three, four, seven, four, one <laughs> combo in this whole conversation. Like, I mean, like she gave us like everything before the wedding, what happened during the wedding, what happened during the honeymoon, what happened during like when y'all got back home. And this has been the most comprehensive <laughs> conversation by all means. Yeah. To God be the glory. You know, I love relationships. I love marriage. And I felt that way even before. And if I can help somebody, um, especially a bride to be, especially a young woman looking to be married, I certainly want to do that. You know, marriage is beautiful and it's honorable before God. And uh, he wants us to do it right. He's given us the tools to do it right. Um, but we have to be wise and we have to be uh, courageous enough to be edited as individuals. You know what I mean? It's not just a, what you want from someone else. We have to be willing and open to be worked on ourselves. So I just thank God for the opportunity. I thank y'all for having me back on with my little self. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm long-winded. But no, I, I said, no, I just no. love to help. I love to help. And I love talking about relationships. So I might, it's funny because I've been thinking about those relationship seminars. And I don't know. I might have to bring them back. Uh, yes. You <laughs> bring them back because yes. they're definitely needed. I mean, I kind of feel like with the new generation of um, pastors and stuff like that, you know, I think, well, they are being brought up a lot more, you know, because they're not afraid. However, there are some things that aren't covered in depth, mm -hmm. you know, and so I really feel like, you know, if no, when you when you actually do the seminar, you know, I think it's definitely going to be needed. And because, I mean, I did just off of our conversation, you know, mm -hmm. I don't know how long this, uh, this episode will be. But you know, I like I got a lot out of it. So thank God. Thank you. Oh, thank God. Thank y'all for having me. Thank you. So where should people find you, Janice? Yes, you can find me at lovejaniselevon.com. That is my little internet home. And there is where I share all of my thoughts, mostly faith-based um, content, but I definitely speak about marriage um, I try to be as discreet as possible because, you know, my husband don't play that, but um, <laughs> I will definitely, <laughs> I'll definitely uh, share as much as I can on there um, more about marriage because I think it's important. So, yeah, lovejaniselevine.com and you can find me on all social media at janiselevine. That's J-E-N-I-S-E-L-A-V-O-N-N-E. Tania. So you can find us at um, you, I do with mm -hmm, on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Yep. You can find us on huidu.com. And yeah, you can find us there as well. <laughs> us, yeah. meaning Ashley and I. Yeah, you can find us uh, on Instagram. <laughs> on Twitter, too. <laughs> I didn't have to Just say that. Just you did, but look at our Instagram bio. That was more specific. Look at our Instagram bio if you want to follow us. We have some really good episodes coming up as we all wait out the pandemic. Who knows where we'll be when this episode airs? 
<laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to like go back to the grocery stores without wearing masks and like gloves and you know hopefully the craziness will be over by then or have will have started to die down as Janice said at the top of the episode being a bride during this moment is extremely stressful mm-hmm. because this is that moment where like people shower you with love and you don't necessarily get this moment all the time so it's kind of sad that it can be taken away so Aww. I'm praying for you and all the brides to be because it's stressful enough, but it really sucks when like it looks like you might not have a wedding and there's nothing you can do about it. That's terrible. I pray that if you don't have it, all those vendors give you your money back. In Jesus' name, amen. Yes, thank goodness I uh, got cancellation and wedding insurance back in February. Um, because apparently folks try to get insurance, like, after, I think anybody that got insurance after the 14th of this month would not, like, anything that happened because of the COVID and all of this stuff would basically make it null and void, or they couldn't get whatever covered. So I'm just hoping we don't have to cancel anything, because we still have six and some change. But if we do, hopefully we can get something back, get some, get something somewhere. We'll see. Thank you so much. much, We are not trying to like monopolize your entire evening. You got a whole husband (laughs) probably just waiting for you. (laughs) Like, all right. (laughs) Yeah, he's making dinner tonight, so I'm grateful. Aw. Yes. <laughs> a man that can cook, y'all. Listen. Oh, Jesus. That's it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it's edible. Come on. I'm really saying. Listen. Right. That's the truth. The same okay. hamburger helper. <laughs> Please. That Chef Boy R.I.D. Nice up in there. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Oh yeah, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Always fun coming on. Thank you. Yes, thank you. and we're definitely going to bring you back. This is not the last time that our what? listeners are here want the girl you. back. Watch yes. out now. Let me give you a love offering after this. <laughs> right. <laughs> Pass the basket. Right. Oh, Tell you cash out. Okay, listen. That's Janice Levon too, okay? I'm going to let you ice How you doing, okay? Listen, okay? Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank thank you. So much. I appreciate yes. it. Yes. Thank you so much. Y'all have a great night. Bye. Bye.